Territory Grandstand. Hello, Mr. Sport Historian. How are you, Matt? Is that, how do you, what do you call yourself? A, a um, historian. A, a his, historian's probably the, the best description. And, yes, I do specialise in sport. But, you know, you'd like to have as many strings to your bows as you can. So uh, and, and historian's I, good enough. I reckon a, a sport historian is, is a bit like rust. I reckon it just never stops. You're just doing it every minute, every second, every day, on and on and on. It never You'll be making notes there about Paul Motlop and, you know, whatever. Oh, it's interesting. I've, I've had some uh, communication. With, with Motlops in the past uh, because the name appears very early on in uh, in the annuals of uh, sports history, you know, going back to the early 20th century. So okay. you, you, a lot of families here, uh, in fact, aren't aware of all of their own um, uh, sports history. So it is fascinating. You talk to people, you exchange notes, you find out things. And the, the, the thing that uh, always flummoxes me here in, uh, as particularly in Darwin, are the family connections and knowing, uh, you know, how the families fit together and uh, I need to talk to local people a lot to, to make that clear to myself because it's a, it's a tangled web. Someone once said to me, you know, said, oh, you should get uh, Matthew to talk about the, the family stories, you know, because it's these great territory families that, that we know, you know, the the the, 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 the Motlops you mentioned and the Armats and Lufats and Bonsons and the Barlas and all of these great families. Do you have information available on, on uh, families? Look, indeed, I mean, it's impossible not to look at uh, the history of sport in the Northern Territory and not be constantly uh, coming across these uh, family names. I had an interesting um, uh, conversation on the phone uh, just yesterday, I think it was, with Steve Cabillo um, mm. uh, because uh, I'd been put in touch with, with him in regards to some football history I'm working on at the moment. And I just explained to him that at times there were five Cabillos playing in the same football team. And for someone like me, it's impossible to know which... Yep. and who's playing and, and I need uh, assistance from uh, family and uh, acquaintances that can help untangle that for me. So yes, there's, there's many names that you're constantly uh, running into and you, you're never quite sure unless it tells you um, with an initial or something who it is and even that doesn't help sometimes. I found out the other day uh, just looking at a presentation that Don Christofferson uh, did that there were two Jaffaran mats. You know, there was a, I think it was a fatty and a shorty. I mean, how, how are you supposed to... <laughs> How are you supposed to know this? Yeah. So um, it, it, it's a fascinating sort of uh, process, and you're right, it doesn't stop. Yeah, Kibbelos you mentioned in the longs and realities, I mean, it just goes on and on. Let's move on to athletics, though, because I'm sure there be some of those names and those families will, will have been part of the history of athletics. Oh, indeed, indeed. Uh, athletics is one of those sports that actually has a, a very long uh, and esteemed history here, although it's it's probably not as prominent today as it was, uh, um, particularly in the, the latter part of the, the 19th century. Um Running is just one of those things. Everyone can do it. We've probably all been in a race, uh, you know, coming coming last, looking at the field, uh, streaming ahead of you is uh, my experience. But most people have uh, have run, jumped, that kind of thing. So it was an event that could always be held uh, in almost any circumstances. I found a report of a sports day that was held on the telegraph line when they were building it. These uh, uh, survey parties and telegraph parties were out in the bush and they actually had their own sports meeting that involved a swimming race race in a rock hole, uh, a 100-yard sprint, a novelty event. So grinning through the horse collar was uh, a very popular event where they'd literally put their head through a horse collar and make faces. Oh, really? <laughs> 
That was an event. That, that was that was an event. You know, if you're in the bush uh, in the middle of nowhere building the telegraph line, I reckon just about anything would be fun. I thought we get a toilet seat now, would they, and do the same same thing? Well, the, the the other interesting part of the history of athletics is the the um, the 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 money side of things, the professionalism. And again, this is a 19th century um, story that people may not be aware of, but there were lots and lots of match races, a lot of professional running here in the Northern yes. Territory, and uh, there was one particular incident uh, that that was particularly interesting because it was so unusual and that was that there was a Queensland uh, pedestrian as they were called in the in the day uh, C.A. Murray his name was and uh, just to make the story uh, a little bit more interesting he was an Aboriginal professional runner and it would seem that he decided that uh, Darwin was uh, or as Palmerston as it was known then was uh, perhaps uh, going to be easy pickings for someone that didn't know his form so in uh, 1890 or thereabouts he came over here by steamer. He uh, he came here for the uh, North Australia, sorry, the Northern Territory Athletics Club meeting um, that they held uh, around the um, uh, Easter period, and uh, he entered himself in the races. He cleaned up. He uh, he won those races because no one no one knew about him and probably didn't give him much uh, uh, credit. He won those races, and then uh, soon after he organised uh, a match race with the Kimberley champion. This was when the Kimberley gold rushes were on. Mm. There are a lot of Kimberley miners passing through uh, Port Darwin at the time. Uh, the stakes were uh, 100 pounds plus some side bets. Now, that's an enormous amount of money for the time. Yeah. And basically, they arranged the uh, race uh, down uh, Mitchell Street, as you would at the time. And uh, again, he, he won easily. He uh, left town with uh, a, a very full uh, wallet, probably somewhere in the vicinity. Not only did he have the £100, there were two or three side bets of £25, £30. And he probably oh. left town with 200-odd pounds, thinking wow. this, is, this is fantastic. Later on, I saw reports of C.A. Murray in uh, Sydney uh, professional. Um, races. Now he didn't do so well down there but uh, he certainly did very well here in uh, in Darwin. So that's just one of the stories that are part yeah. of the athletics here. Um, the North Australia Athletics uh, and Cycling um, Club uh, came prominent. Were around. they the one? Yes they were one. Oh, it, yeah. it was the North Australian Amateur Athletics uh, uh, Club for a long time. They used to have a big athletics carnival here at Easter time. Like it, it was almost as big as the horse races. There'd be pages of newspaper reports of running and social events. The cycling got involved in the athletics club because um, pneumatic tyres came into being in the in the um, uh, late 19th century and all of a sudden cycling became incredibly popular. We had all the telegraph uh, uh, operators up here running messages on bikes, so we had people on cycles. So they built a cycling track. This is something many people don't know about the Esplanade Oval. They actually built a curved cycling track around the uh, Darwin Esplanade Oval. Oh, but but get this, they built it the wrong way. Uh, it was described as riding on an orange peel because they didn't know so much about cycling and instead of curving the track inwards, inwards they went outwards. <laughs> they went outwards. Oh my gosh. So, so that would have made it pretty tricky for the cycling. Um, uh, another interesting event, uh, I mentioned just off air, Charlie, that um, just before World War II, it was actually at the very beginning of World War II and we were talking about local people being involved in athletics. There was a local uh, militia unit made up of uh, largely local Aboriginal men and NADOC this week has been talking about the 100 years of service and this unit was called the, the Black Watch and um, uh, uh, athletics, sports of all kinds were very much part of the, the military um, during 
during World War II, the Black Watch took on an army team, a navy team, and an air force team, and basically they uh, they they beat all comers. Um, and uh, I know just off of the top of the, uh, my head that one of the uh, Black Watch was um, Dick Butler, who was a very well known um, local sportsman uh, during that period of time. And uh, this was all running events, uh, jumping events, basically all the, all the sportsmen. Um, you'd find themselves uh, uh, in every athletics event. Usually public holidays, things like New Year's, Easter was again a, a, a big time. And uh, the the sprint events, Gold Ribbon. And the other event that uh, a lot of uh, Aboriginal men featured in in particular was the, uh, the high jump. It was a very esteemed event. People really seemed to put a lot of status in that and just mm. being able to, to, to get over that bar. And I know um, Jack McGuinness, who is another uh, very well uh, known name here in the Territory. He was uh, an outstanding uh, high jumper and seemed to win it every time he went in it through the, the late 30s and, and up to about World War II. Um, they, used to, they used to have the long jump too, didn't they? Like yeah, the, the long the, jump. You used to go the hop, step and jump, triple, I think. Triple, triple jump. Triple jump. Yeah, those, there'd be, they were uh, all big events. There'd always be these novelty events. Uh, even before football kicked off here in the Northern Territory, they'd have the long kick competition. Yeah. They'd have cricket ball throws. And, of course, you bring it into more recent years and um, Nova Paris is, is probably the most uh, prominent athlete we've had. A lot of people remember Nova as a uh, hockey player, but of course she uh, went from hockey to the to the track and um, uh, even ran with um, uh, Cathy Freeman in the, in the 400 relay. So, you know, a, another uh, great star from the Territory in athletics. Saw a win at uh, Kuala Lumpur, in fact, at the Commonwealth Games. She's champion, Nova. It was terrific. All right, mate, we better leave it there. There's plenty to talk about, isn't there? Oh, what are we talking about next week? Or ne- next week, I'm, I'm just trying to think what, what, what we're moving into, uh, Charlie. Um, you think about it. I will. Later. There's plenty of stories to tell, Charlie. Yeah, so many to talk. We talk for on and on, but forever we can go on, uh, but we have to move on. All right, Matt, we'll leave it there. Thanks for dropping in. Always a pleasure, Charlie.